Hello everyone, this is the Jay Rolden Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. This is a great night. It is raining here in the south. I don't know where you're coming from, but I hope everything is going well for you. But if not, you're in the right place because if you had a challenging day, if you're worried about something, if perhaps maybe you went through a recent hardship in your life, this is a place where I teach you about great poems that will uplift your soul and edify your heart and strengthen your mind. And I promise you, by the time you leave this live, you will feel a little better. I'm not going to solve your problems, but I definitely am going to build your spirit. So whatever walk of life you're in, if you're young, if you're middle-aged, if you're mature, <laughs> if you're a man or a woman, doesn't matter. This is a place where you can learn about good poems. We only talk about good content here, and I only want to continue to grow and spread the news about good literature, good poems, things that you and I have probably never heard of before, and some poems that you probably have heard of before. So whatever level you are, if you're a novice, if you're an expert, if you're somewhere in the middle, you can still learn something. I learn something. I learn something every time I do these lives. I was actually not a fan of poetry, but through the years, I have learned to appreciate and understand the craft and the meticulous process that it takes to create a really well thought poem. So I promise you tonight, you're going to hear some wonderful words, some words that you didn't think would ever, ever exist. And I'm so thankful you're here. Whatever walk of life, whatever you're doing, thank you so much for being here. I promise you, listen to these words. If you are new to this life, get some AirPods, get some headphones, get some earphones, whatever it is that you use to listen to music, get those on. I promise you, the experience is so, so much better. So much better. So that's number one. Number two is find a quiet place, a place that is for you. Maybe you have a really grand bedroom, maybe something that offers you some type of solace, some type of escape. Maybe it's in the patio, maybe it's in the garage, maybe it's in your laundry. I don't know, but wherever it is, find that room, shut the door and have some peace and quiet time just for you. All right? You will not falter. You will not regret it. I'm so excited to read a poem tonight that was requested by one of my followers. And I hope she's here, but let me see. Let me check real quick if if she's here or not. I'm not sure. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay, she's not here yet. <laughs> so we'll wait until that poem, for that poem. But I'll just give you a little heads up on the title of the poem at least. So this is actually written by Khalil Gibran, who is actually a Lebanese, but later became a US citizen. And he has some Christian heritage and background, but he is absolutely a literature guy, okay? he is well-skilled, well-trained in the literary arts. And if you don't know Khalil Gibran, he has 
a great collection of poems and he's actually known for his short stories just i just wanted to throw that out there so he is a poet but by literature trade he is actually a novelist and he writes more short stories than he did poems but that doesn't mean that he never wrote good poems he actually absolutely wrote one and so i want to read one tonight called do not love half lovers and it's a great poem and you guys are gonna absolutely love it and i cannot wait to share it with you all right if we have some time a little bit later i'll take some requests but for now i do have a couple of poems on the list here and i'm looking forward to sharing it with you one little thing i do want to ask before we get started if you guys wouldn't mind doing the pressing on the like button real quick just do it for a couple of seconds so that we can get this live out and as you all know the ones that follow me frequently my only purpose here is to get and influence as many people so that they can understand the goodness of poetry right wholesome poetry wholesome literature things that are going to edify people so that is my only only goal here whatever it is that you guys want to give or anything else that's on you that's i mean obviously i'll be very thankful but i'm not looking for that i just want y'all to continue to spread the good word about poetry poems and let people know that there's some dude here that actually is spending his time reading poetry to people and i do this because i love it i love poetry i read poems anyway so i might as well just read it to a group of people so I'm so glad you're here and thank you so much for the like thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for the like that was really kind of you and i'm looking forward to spending spending more time with you tonight all right i don't have to work tomorrow so i'm here for the long haul y'all all right i'm gonna be here until i get exhausted so mark my words from this point forward i'm just gonna keep reading poems and i'm gonna be so exhausted i'll bet you i'm gonna out I'm going to outlast most of you because most of you are probably going to be sleeping by the time I'm done, which is good, which is good. I actually take that as a compliment, so please, by all means. All right. One last thing I want to do before I get started. I want to thank, on a personal basis, I want to thank my current subscribers on my Spotify account. Those of you who are new to this live, I do have a Spotify channel. It is called J. Rolden Speaks. And I encourage all of you to go there and follow me there. And it would, if you feel led to support me on that platform, I would absolutely love it. And I will absolutely just be so thrilled. And that would actually, honestly, would actually help me on that platform to improve the quality, especially the equipment, lighting. And I'm also thinking about getting like a green screen of some sort so that I can start changing the background and make it a little bit more more enticing you know kind of appealing according to the theme of of each night so anyway i just want to say a personal thank you to my current subscribers so i'm going to start off with saying miss sarah okay i don't want to say the last names but i'm going to say miss sarah thank you so much for your support i absolutely am totally as we would say in the south tickled for your subscription and i hope that i continue to produce content that you are so enamored with and liking and anyway thank you so much sarah i also want to say thank you to miss nusheen for your support also all the way out in the west coast thank you thank you so much 
And once again, thank you so much for that painting. It's fantastic and it is currently hanging out in my hallway and it's going to be a great piece, a talking piece for a lot of my guests here. So thank you so much for being that. And by the way, there's a lot of people that are commenting on that video. So you are definitely getting some huge, huge props there. So thank you so much for sharing that talent with us. All right. So once again, thanks for your support on Spotify. I also want to thank Miss Nancy for also subscribing to my Spotify account. I can't tell you how much that is helping me out. And I hope that I continue to give you some sense of enjoyment and comfort in that platform. So thank you so much for your support. And finally, Miss Sandra, thank you so much for your, your subscription to my Spotify account. I once again want to let all of you guys know that it is definitely going to be used in for good use, especially for the production side. So thank you so much, y'all. And I want to encourage more, more people to subscribe because my goal is to reach nine more people. That way it can be more sustainable. And then that way I can get rid of all of the ads on there and just make it more, you know, fluid and no interruptions, basically. So if I can get nine more subscribers to that platform, that would be awesome. And it would be absolutely a sustained income for me so that I can keep that platform f ad free. And that way you guys can just enjoy all of the episodes and the poems in a fluid manner without interruptions, right? So once again, thank you to all of my current subscribers and hopefully we'll keep growing and make it a wonderful, wonderful platform. All right, y'all. All right. I am looking forward to tonight, guys. And I'm going to check one more time to see if our friend and follower here is on this live right now. I'm not sure. Let me see real quick. I hope that she is because she had requested a particular poem that I that she wanted me to read. And I know all of you, I know all of you are going to like this poem. And once again, if you came in late to this live, this one is by Khalil Gibran, who is a Lebanese and beca later became an American citizen. And he wrote a fantastic, fantastic poem called do not love half lovers. So here's what we're going to do, actually. I'm going to go ahead and read it. And then if our friend and follower here shows up later in the live, then, well, oh, looks like she is here. All right. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Here we go. So I'm going to use this track that you hear in the background. If you're interested in knowing who this comp composer is, just wait for a few minutes after I finish reading the poem. I'll explain it and offer a story and then I'll tell you all the details about the composer in the background and anything else that you guys wish to know as well. So feel free to comment, feel free to press the like button, feel free to analyze and share your story after I read this poem. You guys ready? All right, here we go, guys. I'm going to start this again and we're going to do a five second countdown and begin reading Khalil Gibran's Do Not Love Half Lovers. All right, here we go.
not love half-lovers. Do not entertain half-friends. Do not indulge in works of the half-talented. And do not live half a life. And do not die a half-death. If you choose silence, then be silent. When you speak, do so until you are finished. Do not silence yourself to say something, and do not speak to be silent. If you accept, then express it bluntly. Do not mask it. If you refuse, then be clear about it. For an ambiguous refusal is but a weak acceptance. Do not accept half a solution. Do not believe half-truths. Do not dream half a dream. Do not fantasize about half-hopes. Half a drink will not quench your thirst. Half a meal will not satiate your hunger. Half the way will get you nowhere. Half an idea will bear you no results. Your other half is not the one you love. It is you in another time, yet in the same place and space. It is you when you are not. Half a life is a life you didn't live. A word you have not said. A smile you postponed. A love you have not had. A friendship you did not know. To reach and not arrive. Work and not work. Attend only to be absent. What makes you a stranger to them closest to you and they strangers to you? The half is a mere moment of inability. But you are able for you are not half a being. You are a whole that exists to live in a life not half. work of art it's amazing did you guys appreciate this poem the title of this poem technically it doesn't have a title but it's the first line which is do not love half lovers this is by the amazing the talented Lebanese American Khalil Gibran Thank you so much to Sanaz for suggesting this tonight. This absolutely moved me tonight. This absolutely spoke to me. And I hope it speaks to you. See, whenever you come across a great work of art, y'all, you don't need necessarily to analyze the entire poem right away. What you need to do is focus on 
one or two words, perhaps maybe even one or two lines, but allow those lines, those words to, to speak to you, right? How do you connect with those one or two words? More than likely, if you can connect to those one or two words, those one or two lines, then you can connect to the entire poem. Poems are written from root words, root phrases, root lines, and then poets expand on it in its entirety. They never, or hardly should I say, poets hardly write an entire poem right away. And it's never in a sequential order. So sequential order being like, it's never in the same orderly process. They always change it, rearrange it, because this is how life is in many ways. You might be able to organize yourself and plan your days, but let's be real here. A lot of times those plans don't work out. It doesn't mean you shouldn't make one, but you should be also be prepared for those outlines not working in your favor. And that's how poetry is. It always starts from root words or root lines and then grows from there. That's how I write poems. And I know for a fact that's how other poets write it. So, find those one or two lines and let them speak to you. Here's a line that really, really spoke to me. And I want to share with all of you, okay? This might be different for all of you. And that's perfectly fine. But the line that I was most interested in, okay? Is towards the middle of the poem. And he writes, Your other half is not the one you love. It is you in another time, yet in the same space. Let me, let, me, let me repeat that to you all. Your other half is not you. It's not the one you love. It is you in another time, yet in the same space. Do you understand this? <laughs> This has so much philosophical implication here, y'all. You see, oh man, this is like lecture mode right now, okay? This is, this, is, this is why I love poetry, because it allows me to expand and also contract. Expand, contract, right? Like, just like a heartbeat, right? It's like, it's like beating. It's amazing, man. Anyway, so where I'm getting with this is like, and those of you who've been following me for a while, you already know about this concept already. But those of you who are new, this is going to be a little bit of a mind bender here, okay? But there's a German philosopher, okay? His name is Martin Heidegger. And he talks about a concept called being and time. And to be quite honest, it's going to take way too long to explain how that concept works. But I want you to imagine this. I'm going to give you sort of a thought exercise here. I want you to imagine yourself at this moment in time right now this very instant as I'm talking to you, right? You watching this right now. So this is you, okay? But it is also not you because every second that passes, every minute that passes, every hour that passes, every day that passes, every month that passes, every year that passes, these are all variations of you. And so the reason why we grow 
not just physically, we grow intellectually, we grow emotionally, we grow spiritually, is because all of those phases of our lives, all of those stages of our lives are part of our being. And so technically, it is not the one that you love yourself right now. It's not the, it's not the version of you is not really the one that you love right now. Truly, think about it. You can't because that's not really the version of you because your version is the one that's going to be in the continuation, in the continual process, in the procedural process. So therefore, that being is who you really love. It is not the one that's right now. It's the one that's going to happen, which is why you need to think about how that applies to your life. See, many of us get so depressed, so hung up in the challenges that we face and we dwell in that hurt because we think that that hurt is our current present therefore that is how we feel and therefore that is who we are and therefore we can never ever love that version but we're thinking in the wrong way because we are we have totally disregarded the version of who you are later. See, all of these hurts, all of these sorrows, all of these challenges are just temporary. They're just temporary. And so you need to embrace the futuristic being. You need to embrace the future you. You need to embrace the potential of who you can be, who you want to be, who what you were made to be. That's being. You're not still. You're not a creature that is stagnant. You're not a you're not a creature that is of one form. Like you are a being. You are a human being. Do you understand that concept? Being Okay, I know I'm making it sound a little funny here, but you're a being. You are a continuous procedural creature that is always changing and always evolving. But where you need to be careful is what are you evolving into? Because many of us tend to dwell in our current present. And so therefore we sort of dwell in that bitterness. And so we are sort of transform we are being changed by that that sadness but that's the wrong way to think about it because that's just temporary you need to sort of let that go right which is why i was trying to sort of hammer in on the idea of the ego right like several lives ago when i was talking about the ego you need to like let it go you need to let that thing go like flick it somehow and once you do that then you realize oh man like this really was just temporary and i can't believe like i wasted my time crying and dwelling about it like you know what i mean like like just let that go and then like finally you can continue to be in being it's amazing man this is why i love this poem right your other half is not the one you love it is you in another time yet in the same space see you're yourself right now in the same space but that's not really who you love it you're the one that you're gonna love is the one that's the one that's in the future right 
I want to get to know the person that has gone through those challenges. I want to get to know the person that has that has overcome those challenges. I want to get to know the person that has gone through the muck and the hardest things in their lives, right? Like like something that just almost destroyed them. I want to get to know that person because that person has so much wisdom, so much to tell, and they are currently being in that transformation. So therefore, that person is going to be absolutely amazing to like hang out with, to talk to and just get to know. Right? That's the type of person I want to love. I want to love that person. I don't want to love the one that's stagnant. I don't want to love the one that's thinking that their present is the only like form of experience. No, I want to love the one that is continually metamorphosizing. Right? Do you know what metamorphing means, by the way? Right? There's two root words there. Meta being overall, right? The grand scheme, right? Like the bigger picture. And morphing, of course, is change, right? So what are you changing in the grand scheme of things? What are you metamorphosizing? That's where you need to be careful, right? You need to be careful not to be hung up on the past, right? The things that brought you down, the things that you think are ever going to scar you for the rest of your life. Sure, they might be memories that will linger for a while, but you certainly do not have to dwell in that and should not dwell in that because there's something so much better than that and something so much grander than that. And it's so, so much better. My goodness. My goodness. You guys so thrilled that you're here? <laughs> this is amazing, man. Oh, man. This mic is hot right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Did you guys like that poem? Yes? Good? No? Yeah? Thumbs up? Thumbs down? Thumbs in the middle? <laughs> Alright. This next one is going to be a little moving to me. And I've read it the last two lives. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Awesome. Congratulations. Sweet. Awesome. So, this next one, I'm going to read again. And the last two nights that I've read this, or sorry, should I say the last two lives that I read this, I didn't think it was going to speak to me as much as it does. And it's the poem by Becky Hemsley. And it's titled Breathe. And once again... I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to keep it together. Don't worry. I'm going to keep it together. But before I read it, I want to share something real quick. So <laughs> I 
I never had a daughter. But I've always dreamt of having one. And I always wanted to experience just the quality, right? Like the tenderness of a father and his daughter, right? I just, I've always wanted to experience that. It was, it was kind of a dream of mine, actually. And I know that if she ever existed, I would absolutely love this this girl. I would teach her the ropes. I'd let her hang out with me. And we just do, you know, I'd show her, like, we would live on a farm and just, you know, she would help me with all the chores. And I would absolutely, like, edify this girl. And I was thinking, whenever we get to a point where, like, I wanted to, like, encourage her and prepare her for the world without me. I think I would say these words from this poem. So, here it goes. I'm going to read this one more time. And I want this to speak to all of you with your own relationships, with your own children, with even yourself, actually. And I hope that you can connect to it in a very, very deep way. All right? All right, here we go. One second, one second. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to post this on my pot on my Spotify account. So I'm, I want to get this just right, and I practice this. So we'll see if it works, guys. All right, here we go. <laughs> Looking forward to this. All right, I'm gonna start to track the previous song. Let it sort of like go fade out, and then. We're going to get it just right. She sat at the back. And they said she was shy. She led from the front, and they hated her pride. They asked her advice and questioned her guidance. They branded her loud, then were shocked by her silence. When she shared no ambition, they said it was sad. So she told them her dreams. And they said she was mad. And they told her they'd listen and covered their ears and gave her a hug while they laughed at her fears. And she listened to all of it thinking she should be the girl they told her to be best as she could. But one day, 
she asked what was best for herself. And instead of trying to please everyone else, so she walked to the forest and stood with the trees, and she heard the wind whisper and dance with the leaves, and she spoke to the willow, the elm, and the pine, and she told them what she'd been told time after time. She told them she felt she was never enough. She was either too little or far, far too much, too loud. Too fierce or too weak, too wise or too foolish, too bold or too meek. Then she found a small clearing surrounded by firs, and she stopped, and she heard what the trees said to her, and she sat there for hours. Not wanting to leave, for the forest said nothing. It just let her breathe. Coming in hot, y'all! Woo! Look at that! Perfect timing. There you go. You're welcome. This is a great night. I love that poem. I love the words. I love the timing. I love the song. I love everything about this presentation. Tell me that didn't speak to you. Tell me, sorry, tell me that spoke to you. Tell me you connected with that poem in some way. Tell me you were thinking about a particular person, yourself perhaps, or maybe your own daughters or whatever. Somebody. What a fantastic. Fantastic poem by an amazing British writer, Becky Hemsley, who lives in Leicester. Leicester. Amazing man. What a gift! What a gift to the world. Thank you, Becky Hemsley. If you ever, if any of your family members listen to this live, I just want you to know, you just wrote an amazing poem, and I hope that. You feel warm inside because you have absolutely spoken to so many people, including some guys. So, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Amazing stuff, guys. This is why we love poetry. This is why we are here. Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going on my Spotify. Don't worry, I got it all planned out. That's definitely on my on my list here. So, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you so much for being here, guys. This is the Jay Rolden podcast. We are coming to you live from the south, and it is raining outside. But there's nothing better that'll warm your soul than good, edifying words. That is best transmitted through poetry. Are you guys? Are you guys thrilled? Are you guys happy you're here? If you're happy you're here, click that like button. Let's go. Press that. Press that screen while I drink this, and we'll continue with another poem. (sighs) 
What a zest for life. What a... lingering of hope and love. What a palette of genuine kindness. Amazing. Alright. Shall we go to the next one? I think so. I'll answer that for you. Alright. Thank you so much, all of you, for the wonderful comments, wonderful words. And I am so thrilled you're here. And I'm looking forward to these next poems because this is coming from one of my favorite poets of all time. And of course, those of you who've been following me for quite some time now, you know who my fallback poet is. He is none other than Pablo Neruda. If this is your first time listening to Pablo Neruda, you might want to get a little napkin or handkerchief because this guy's going to move you. Okay? It's not me. It's him. He's going to move you. He's going to speak to you. And he's going to remind you just how wonderful, just how wonderful, compassionate love can sound like, can be like, can feel like. So get ready. Alright, so for my Spanish-speaking community, voy a leer este poema en castellano primero y después lo voy a leer en inglés. Así que muchas gracias por su sintonía, gracias por sus saludos, gracias por sus comentarios, gracias porque ustedes decidieron estar aquí en este live, en este show, aquí conmigo, en vivo, en directo desde el sur. Así que, por favor, comparten este live con sus amigos, amigas, con sus familiares. Alright, for all my English-speaking friends, I want to honor my Spanish-speaking community, and I'm going to read this poem in Spanish first, and then it'll be followed by the English translation. You guys ready? Alright. Here we go. So, this is sonnet number 21 from his collection of love sonnets. That made him, in many regards, get the winning prize, the Nobel Prize, right? This is the Nobel. I don't think you guys realize the prestige of the Nobel, okay? The Nobel is a special, special organization that is made up of very select few committee members that actually review every single accomplishment that most human beings in this world, okay, have accomplished anywhere from neuroscience to short stories to explorers to whatever, okay? It is absolutely a prestigious, prestigious organization that is done in Europe, okay? Particularly Sweden. And they give awards to the most amazing minds that exist on Earth currently, right? And so to get an award from the Nobel is the ultimate award. This is this is far more important 
than the Oscars. This is far more important than the MTV Awards. This is far more important than Time Magazine's, you know, Person of the Year. This is far more important than winning the World Cup. This is far more important than any other prize you can ever imagine. The Nobel is the best award. And anybody who doubts it, well, too bad. <laughs> because you need to read up on it. All right? Okay. Here we go. So this is number 21 by Palo Neruda. All right? Here we go. al dolor ahora bien amada déjame con tus besos cubre la luz del mes abierto en tu aroma cierra las puertas con tu cabellera y en cuanto a mí no olvides que si sí, despierto y lloro es porque en sueños solo soy un niño perdido que busca entre las hojas de la noche tus manos, el contacto del trigo que tú me comunicas. Un rapto centellante de sombra y energía. Oh, bien amada, y nada más que sombra por donde me acompañes en tus sueños. Es la hora de la luz. That deserves three finger snaps right here. My goodness. If you didn't feel that, my goodness, you need to seriously read some poems because there's some callous going on in your in your heart right now. Okay, I don't know what happened to you, and I sympathize with you because you need to let your heart just be broken of all of that pain and sorrow. And you need to allow these words to take hold of you, to speak to you, to absolutely just talk to you. Alright, here comes the English version. You guys ready? savor through me, not to go one moment more without spring. What I sold into sorrow was only my hands, 
dearest. Now leave me with your kiss. Shut out the mouth's light with your fragrance and close all the doors with your hair. Only do not forget. If I wake up crying, it's only because in my dream I'm a lost child, hunting through the leaves of the night for your hands, for your caresses like the wheat, the flushing rapture of shadow and energy. Oh, my dearest, nothing but shadow there, where you walk with me through your dream. Sonnet number 21 by Paolo Neruda. And it's a fantastic poem. I cannot tell you how many times I read that one over and over again. It's so beautiful. This guy is just such a master of words. And honestly, like, one of the. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that there were translators that actually took the time to meticulously pick out the right word that would translate the Spanish into English. It doesn't always work, but for but for Neruda's work, there was actually very specific scholars that took the time in their careers to spend it on translating it just right. And so that translation in English was actually pretty accurate. I would say it's almost to a T, but it you know, there's some words in here that, you know, maybe, maybe could have been altered. But for the most part, it is a fantastic translation. And there's one guy that I absolutely, I'm pretty sure I know who translated this one. Because this one doesn't actually show you the translation. But I'm pretty sure I know who translates most of this work. And his name is W.S. Merwin, who's actually another poet, by the way. One of the best translators of Neruda's work. And I'm so happy that he took the time to translate it and fantastic just amazing amazing stuff guys 
Alright. You ready for another one? This is actually even better. <laughs> Alright, let me let me get a track here. Get let's parallel the sentiment of this particular sonnet. So this is actually the very next sonnet. So the one I previously read is 21, and this is 22. Alright, so I'm gonna read it in Spanish first, and then followed by the English translation. But first, I need to get a track here that hopefully does it in a very, very effective way. Not that one. <laughs> Give me one second. I think it's this one. I think it's this one. Let me, let's listen to this one for a couple seconds. Is Kim here? Oh, I thought that was Kim. Never mind. <laughs> Thanks, Oceans. Appreciate that. Alright. Almost there. Nope. Alright, we'll just do this one again. Alright, so this is Sonnet 22 by Pablo Neruda. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Cuántas veces sin verte y tal vez sin recuerdo sin reconocer tu mirada sin mirarte centaura en regiones contrarias en un mediodía quemante era solo el aroma de los cereales que amo Te vi, te supuse al pasar levantando una copa en Angol, a la luz de la luna de junio, o eras tú la cintura de aquella guitarra que toqué en las tinieblas y sonó como el mar desmedido, y te amé sin que yo lo supiera, y busqué tu memoria. Casas vacías, entré con linterna a robar tu retrato. Pero yo ya sabía cómo eras. De pronto, mientras ibas conmigo, te toqué y se detuvo mi vida. Frente a mis ojos estabas reinándome y reinas como hoguera en los bosques, el fuego.
Damas y caballeros, se acabó la noche. Gracias por estar aquí. Nos vemos en otro, otro día. <ríe> Qué linda, ¿no? Qué maravilloso. Qué talento. Qué don. Increíble. Con este poema, ya uno prácticamente está casado. <ríe> Sin que uno le pida la mano a la mujer, ¿cierto? O sea, tú le lees este poema a ella, ya, se acabó, tiene que casarte contigo. No, no tiene opción, no tiene opción. Ese es el problema con este poema. No le das opción a la mujer. <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna know why I was laughing. So I'm gonna read this translation in English now. And. I'm going to show you how awesome this poem is. All right? Listen to these words. joking with my Spanish speakers because a guy that reads this to a woman it's game over she has no option but to marry this guy this is better than a proposal all right like like be forewarned ladies when a guy reads this to you if they ever read it to you just you're gonna be in a trance and it's game over like you're just gonna have to say yes to the guy right 
like he's not even gonna be popping the question because this is the this is already the proposal so it's game over like you you just have to go home to marry him right now <laughs> what a gift what a gift what a gift this is an amazing poem that you need to just poster it on your wall somewhere in your house somewhere and you need to like read this over and over again until it like sinks in and reminds you that stuff like this exists this isn't a fantasy this is this is a real life situation okay Paulo Neruda was not a guy that like made up things he experienced them okay he wrote from experience he wrote this for the woman that he loved at the time <laughs> and he meant it okay he absolutely meant it and this guy will forever be the greatest and this is with all respect in the world and all the respect to all the other great poets that exist particularly love poets okay Mario Benedetti is an amazing poet okay and so many Latin other Latin American poets Italian as well right Asian African North American so many great poets out there but I'm sorry none of them compare to Neruda none of them all those guys pay tribute to Neruda that's how much of an impact this guy had so this is not belittling in any form to the other great poets that exist there are many many great poets out there that are amazing talented great writers but no one touches Neruda <laughs> this guy wrote from the absolute essence of a heart longing for love tenderness wholeness an unabbreviated longevity of joy in its purest form that was sonnet number 22 by Paolo Neruda fantastic poem dang 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 alright Perfect song too, man. Perfect song. Perfect, perfect song. Alright. Let me get another one here real quick, y'all, before we move on to the next. Alright. This is sonnet number 25. Also by Neruda.
before I loved you. Love, nothing was my own. I wavered through the streets among objects, and nothing mattered or had a name. The world was made of air which waited. I knew rooms full of ashes, tunnels where the moon lived, rough warehouses that growled, get lost, questions that insisted in the sand, and everything was empty, dead, and mute, fallen, abandoned, and decayed, inconceivably alien. It all belonged to someone else. To no one. Till your beauty and your poverty filled the autumn plentiful with gifts. Spanish first. rodando con la lluvia. En Taltán no amanece aún la primavera. Pero tú y yo, amor mío, estamos juntos. Juntos desde la ropa a las raíces, juntos de otoño, de agua de caderas, hasta ser solo tú, solo yo, juntos. Pensar que costó tantas piedras que llevé el río, la desembocadura del agua de Boroa. Pensar que separados por trenes y naciones, tú y yo, Teníamos que simplemente amarnos. Con todos confundidos, con hombres y mujeres, con la tierra que implanta y educa a las...
What a long way to arrive at a kiss. What loneliness in motion toward your company. Rolling with the rain, we follow the tracks alone. In Taltal, there is neither daybreak nor spring. But you and I, love, we are together. From our clothes down to our roots, together in the autumn, in water, in hips, until we can be alone together. Only you. To think of the efforts that the current carried, so many stones, the delta of Boroa water. To think that you and I, divided by trains and nations, we had only to love one another. With all the confusions, the men and the women, the earth that makes carnations rise and makes them bloom. I think you all need to press that like button right now. <laughs> what a fantastic poem. What a fantastic poem. Let me say it in Spanish. Que hermoso obra de arte. Una obra. Un regalo. Un regalo de obra. ¿Cierto? Que hermoso. Que privilegio es leer estos poemas de un gran maestro. Realmente es un privilegio, ¿me entiendes? O sea, un privilegio. Cuando uno está en la presencia de algo tan majestuoso y hermoso. No entiendo por qué la gente no se da cuenta de la majestad de la poesía. O sea, mejor dicho, yo entiendo por qué la gente no se da cuenta. Es porque están tan dañados, ¿me entiendes? O sea, están tan dañados por, por sus propias vidas. Porque vivimos en un mundo donde está muy, totalmente creado. ¿Me entiendes? O sea, el ser humano es una criatura muy dañada. Hay muchos des, desefectos internos, ¿cierto? O sea, del alma también. Es por eso que muchos de nosotros no queremos conformarnos con una esencia espiritual, un Padre Celestial, 
Porque ese Padre Celestial es algo tan perfecto, tan magnífico, tan grandioso con su misericordia y su amor, que nosotros realmente no creemos que lo merecimos. Pero ese Padre Todopoderoso nos ama amado, y Él no necesita amarnos, pero igual nos ama. Nos ama porque Él trajo a su Hijo, Cristo Jesús, para reparar nuestros corazones, para reparar las deficiencias que tenemos, las cosas que nos faltan. Jesús vino a restaurarlos. Y eso es el gran testimonio de Dios y por la razón por qué Él nos ama, a pesar de que nosotros no lo merecemos. Eso es amor. Eso es amor. Eso es el perdón. Eso es la misericordia. ¿Me entienden? Y eso es la misma razón por qué la gente no quiere conformarse con eso. Estamos tan dañados porque nos avergonzamos. Y muchos nosotros estamos tan amargos que se convierte en, en odio. Y realmente odiamos algo perfecto. Odiamos algo que es bastante misericordioso. Y por eso yo amo la poesía. Porque la poesía es una forma para alabar a algo celestial, algo grandioso como es Dios. ¿Me entienden? La poesía es el idioma ideal para homenajear algo tan grandioso como es la misericordia de Dios. Es por eso que yo soy así como soy. Ustedes siempre me preguntan por, por qué yo soy tan, tan alegre y esperanzador. Es porque... Dios ha mostrado un cariño y un amor en mí que me transformó. Porque si ustedes me hubieran conocido hace cinco años atrás, soy totalmente diferente. Quizás no total, pero diferente sí. Era más odioso, más amargo, más crítico, más, o sea, negativo. Y gasté mucho tiempo en ese ser por eso la poesía es importantísimo porque repito es la mejor forma en términos de textual ¿cierto? en términos de idioma es la mejor forma para alabar y honrar a un Dios que nos ama sin merecernos. To all my English speaking friends. Yes, I realized I was having a monologue, <laughs> really a lecture, 
of something that is inspirational, something that is absolutely transformative in my life. You know, when I read this poem that I just read to y'all, which is um, sonnet number two, okay. This this poem is so amazing, so beautiful that I sometimes wonder why there are so many people that don't appreciate poetry to its core. And then I realized I know exactly why. <laughs> well, not exactly, but I know some of the reasons why. And I've said this before. I've shared this. The fall, What I'm going to say about to say, I've shared this before. So I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> but we live in a broken world, truly broken world. And so many human beings are also broken. All of us are. All of us. Some have learned to manage it better than others. And then some are just absolutely lost or willfully choose to be in that broken state. And so poetry comes in and whenever we are in the presence of something that is so genuine, so tender, so merciful, right? So loving. We tend to sort of like, kind of like cringe, right? That's a popular word nowadays, right? We tend to cringe. But it's not because of the poem. It's because of ourselves. Because we, in many ways, cringe at the thought of us being vulnerable. We cringe in, at the thought of us not conforming to something that is grand, that is as loving, and that is precious, and in many ways, perfect. And so, I don't know what you guys believe in, and I'm not here to question yours, but on for me, on a personal level, One of the reasons why I love poetry, because for me, it has become one of the most essential forms, languages, that glorifies and honors a God that is merciful and that has become filled with so much hope and compassion for us, especially people that don't deserve it. And I've shared my story before in the other lives. I was a very different man five years ago. A very different man. Much more critical, much more negative, much more sour, unpleasant, anxious, super negative. There was no way in heck I was going to be reading Love Poets 
sonnets. No way in heck. Because at that time, five years ago, I thought these were not practical and not realistic and cringy. Really. Well, I really thought that. <laughs> Once again, every broken soul, every broken heart, every broken being shies away from something so loving, something so merciful, and therefore we run away from it. And some of us willfully choose to fight it because we don't want to conform. We don't want to acknowledge that something so grand and loving and merciful is willing to love us because we truly think we don't deserve it. Many of us really believe that. We don't deserve it. And then some of us don't want to conform because, well, that means I have to be vulnerable. That means I have to like give up some things of my life. That means something that means I have to like change. <laughs> See, this is what I was referring to earlier in this slide when I was talking about being, right? You have to love the being that is going to happen in the future. You cannot be conformed with who you are at this moment. You can you can you can love that person at this moment, but you should love the future you even more because you are continually being changed and chiseled and hopefully with the right words or the right knowledge you are chiseling and cutting out all of the negative fat right so like all of the bad bad things you understand <laughs> And so that's why many people have a hard time appreciating poetry, especially men, okay? We have a hard time appreciating poetry because we refuse to conform and acknowledge that we are weak. I mean, we're strong, but we're still not as strong as we could be. And so that's a form of weakness, you understand? And we refuse to acknowledge that. We refuse to be shown mercy because that's a sign of weakness too, right? We are lacking in certain things and therefore we don't want to acknowledge that. This is my objective, y'all. See, this is why I do these lives because I want more people, especially men, to allow their hearts to experience wonderful words words that are genuine words that are trustworthy words that are speaking from and cutting out all of the filth and just getting to the heart of the matter which is to love to edify to restore the amazing attributes that was designed in all of us by an amazing, merciful, loving Father. And so I read poetry 
not just to teach others, but also as a way of honoring. Right? A way of honoring the one that has changed my life and restored my peace and outlook on life. So, I am so happy you're here. This is the Jay Rolden Podcast. We are coming to you live from the south. It is a great night and it's raining outside, but right here, right now, it's fulfilled with hope. Alright y'all, so I'm starting to feel the energy level going down a little bit, but make no mistake, this podcast, this episode, this transmission, this is episode 53, just so y'all know, I'm going to be uploading this on my podcast tomorrow, and so if you just tuned in, don't worry, you can listen to it on my Spotify account, if you don't know this already, I have a Spotify account called J. Rolton Speaks. I encourage you all to go there, subscribe, and I would love your support. Once again, I want to thank all my current supporters, right? Sarah, Nushin, Nancy, Sandra. Thank you so much for your support on Spotify. Can't tell you how much that is helping with my costs for producing these. (laughs) So I encourage the rest of you to, if you are able it would be wonderful wonderful to cover some of the costs to produce some of this content so i hope to produce and keep producing solid work solid content and i i'm looking forward to it i love this i love i absolutely love this (laughs) and so thank you so much for your support all right so before i leave I did promise some of my followers that I would be willing to read a few, okay, a few poems of your requests. So, looks like you want something from Rumi. Is there a particular, like, poem, please? That would be awesome. I am a little bit tired. I did work today, and so I'm a little bit tired. But if you would be ever so kind to share a title with me, that way I can just, like, type it in here and then let the computer do the work, okay? That would be wonderful. Because if I sit here and think about what poem I want to read from Rumi, it's going to take me forever. (laughs) Alright, so, once again, if you have any requests, let me know. You want something from Rumi, give me a title. That's the only deal, alright? What is my favorite from Rumi? Uh, that is not an answer to my question. <laughs> that's not an answer. That's not a, a response to my to my to my request. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's way too much to mention, honestly. I mean, the poem, the video one that I that I cranked out a few weeks ago, right? Love you in silence. That one's pretty solid. 
I really like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. I guess I can read that one. Yeah. All right. Looks like we have a couple of people that would like that. All right. Let me look it up real quick. Some sauce. There you go. You're welcome. So you wanted one called Rise Up? Is that... This one's titled Rise Up by Rumi. Do not turn to look at every beggar that beckons 
you belong to me. Do not sell yourself short, for you are priceless. Part the waters with your staff. You are today's Moses. Tear through the cloak of fog. You are of the light. The same light as Muhammad. Shatter the mirrors of the beautiful. Dazzling Joseph. Blow the breath of life like Christ. You too are of that air. Break away from the unscrupulous and do not fall for the deceit of goals. noble origin. You are from the highest high. By spirit, you are deathless, imperishable, and magnificent from within. You belong to the glorious, and you are of divine radiance. What have you seen of your own beauty? still veiled. One dawn, like the sun, and you will rise up from within yourself. And it is a shame to be shrouded this way like the moon under a cloud. Tear through the cloud of body. You are the magnificent moon. You are like a hawk whose feet are bound and tethered to the body with your own claws that you must untie the knots. I see my beauty in you, and I become a mirror that cannot close its eyes to your longing. My eyes wet with yours in the early night, my mind every moment giving birth, always conceiving, always in the ninth. Always the come point. How do I stand this? We become these words we say, a wailing sound moving out into the air. These sounds, thousands of worlds that rise from nowhere. How does your face contain them? I'm a 
fly in your honey, then closer a moth caught in flames allure, then empty sky stretched out in homage. Eternal life is gained by utter abandonment of one's own life. When God appears to his ardent lover, the lover is absorbed in him not so much as a hair of the lover remains. True lovers are as shadows. And when the sun shines in glory, the shadows vanish away. He is a true lover to God, who, to whom God says, I am thine, and thou art mine. Out beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Love, you are my certainty. Lift me to the stars. This I is a figment of my imagination. Go find yourself first, so you can also find me. Be warmed with love, for only love exists. Where is intimacy except in giving and receiving? The desire to know your own soul will end all other desires. Your defects are the ways that glory gets manifested. How can you ever hope to know the beloved without becoming in every cell the lover? 
It's your road and yours alone. Others may walk with you, but no one can walk it for you. Sorrow said to me, all this joy that you have brought to the world has killed my business completely. They say love opens the door from one heart to another. But if there is no wall, how can there be a door? Yesterday I was clever. So I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise. I am changing myself. good now? You got all your requests? Alright. I have to do one more thing before we end the live. So just give me a couple seconds here.
or controlling your desperation for some whiff of hope, then maybe I would notice you, and that I would read out, reach out to you first. Do you remember how I described our imaginary encounter? How my hands would run down your silhouette? And how I would embrace you even closer to me? Everything was okay. I remember when you called me when you were in distress. You needed my comfort. You needed my peace. You needed my heart. You knew that I was the only man that did not desire any expectation from you, except truth and your loyalty to me. I meant every word that I shared with you. How I would wait for you. Saver. 
you'll have to learn how to swim on your own now. For what once was my heart in your hands, now belongs to me again. and gentlemen that was the jay rolden podcast show i want to say thank you again for being in this live this is so much fun i had so much such a great time this is absolutely a blast and i love 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 doing these thank you so much for all of the gifts y'all thank you so much for all the wonderful comments and words i hope you enjoyed the show i hope that you had a wonderful stimulating intellectual growth as well as edifying occasion for your hearts remember these are poems that are written by some great masters and they're the ones that wrote it right they're the ones that you should thank not me okay but i certainly am appreciative of your wonderful words and your gifts so thank you to all of those avid followers and gifters thank you so much for all of that and once again i want to say thank you to all of my current subscribers on spotify you know who you are and i can't say enough about how much i enjoy and appreciate your wonderful wonderful donations there so I encourage the rest of you to go to my Spotify account. The name on my on my podcast is called J Rolden Speaks. Once again, it's J Rolden Speaks, and you'll see a picture of me there. Please follow me there, and whatever you can to help me out in that area, I would absolutely be thrilled. And I am looking forward to posting some more good content on there. And yeah, just quick shout out to all of y'all that are currently subscribers so this has been wonderful i hope you guys have a wonderful rest and that you have a wonderful friday i'm not sure if i'll be available tomorrow night but we will see possibly maybe saturday i'm not sure either but certainly sunday night i will be back all right but we'll try to do one maybe tomorrow i'm not sure it just depends on certain situations here but maybe saturday i'm not sure either but Sunday for sure. All right. So have a wonderful rest. Have a wonderful weekend. Muchas gracias a todos. A todos aquellos que están aquí. Y bueno, so, por su apoyo. Y bueno, si ya no lo saben, tengo, tengo un, perdón. Si ya no lo saben, yo tengo una cuenta en Spotify. Así que les agradezco si pueden apoyarme ahí. Así que sería una gran, gran gestión y apoyo para mí y lo, lo que yo quiero hacer, ¿cierto? Así que muchas gracias por, por todo su cariño, por todos sus comentarios. 
y espero que disfrutaron estos poemas lindos, lindísimas de los gran maestros de la poesía. Así que muchas gracias por su sintonía, que tengan un buen, buen fin de semana. Voy a tratar de hacer un otro live, quizás el viernes o el sábado, pero si no lo puedo, entonces si Dios quiere lo hagamos en domingo por la noche. Así que muchas gracias por su sintonía. Muchas gracias. Que tengan un buen fin de semana. Once again, thank you to everybody. This is an absolute pleasure. If I don't see you, just know that I am at peace and I absolutely have my life fulfilled. And this has been a wonderful, wonderful experience. And yeah, know that there is a all-loving Father and Creator that absolutely desires you. So, take care, everybody. Hasta mañana.